Hello, fellow egomaniacs. It's Matt Zimmer. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Roast. I'm your host. It is Tuesday. Uh, getting this one out a little late, so we're past, we're past maybe your, your last cup of coffee, but this is the best I could do. Uh, so maybe you'll enjoy it on a Wednesday morning. Um, or tonight. Who knows? Anyway, um, you know, today... Uh, I thought it would be interesting maybe just to explain to some of the listeners um, a little bit of my background and, and maybe um, uh, give them a little indication of where some of these ideas and concepts have, have come from um, so that they can get a little more in-depth view on, on kind of my my personal philosophy on, on business. Uh, and I'll try to do that in maybe 10 minutes or less. Um, hopefully it'll be informative, um, and give you a little insight on, on what quote unquote success, um, might look like, uh, both in the moment and, and kind of on the other side. And, uh, hopefully there's some good takeaways. So to start way, way, way back, I guess, um, I am from uh, the state of Michigan, uh, not from California. I've been here for 15 years um, and uh, grew up there, went to college there, um, did a master's program in mechanical engineering, so I'm an engineer at heart, um, and ended up moving out to California uh, right after um, graduation or, well, a few months uh, after and uh, started working for a bottled water company called Niagara Bottling. Um, you may or may not know it, but uh, if you ever buy Kirkland Signature Water or anything that looks like that water, uh, it's a it, it's made by Niagara. So they're the largest private label bottler in uh, North America. Um, maybe more than that. I can't keep up with the company now. It's grown like gangbusters. Um, so I moved out in 2005 and started working there and was kind of really thrown into the, the woodwork of a company that was, um, was really expanding quickly. Um, and, uh, had the opportunity to basically, um, take on, uh, being in charge of building a, a bunch of, uh, manufacturing facilities. So everything from greenfield sites, meaning we selected, you know, um, acres of land uh and and popping up a manufacturing facility and installing bottling equipment and get the thing getting the thing running um so that really allowed me to you know do a lot of different varied um uh work in a short period of time while i was there um got interested in, in getting an mba for some apparent reason and uh went and did my mba at at uc irvine um, and really, I, I don't know, kind of approached getting an MBA similar to how I approached engineering. Um, it's not that I really wanted to be an engineer, but, um, I was good at it and I thought it was a good way to think. Um, and I thought the skill set would be something that was important. Um, but never really wanted to, you know, be a quote unquote businessman. Um, but saw it, saw it as a important skill set for me to have. And while I was there, I had an idea, um, that I ended up utilizing in most of my cl- coursework whenever we need to do group, to do a group project. Um, 
to um, you know seed seed some some free student labor, I guess. Um, and that company actually turned into a company called StackTech, which is a single serve wine company. Um, maybe the only single serve wine company not to appear on Shark Tank. Uh, if you've seen, <laughs> there have been a few of them on there. Um, and really basically launched that company with, um, two co-founders, um, out of a business plan competition at, at UC Irvine. Um, and really one of my co-founders was, was really the kind of kick in the butt to, to get my entrepreneurship career underway. Um, and, and basically they came to me and asked me if it was, if it was, um, if we could basically use the use the company to um, compete in the business plan competition, um, so that's basically where where you know we launched the company and ended up spending um, seven years at that company, building it, growing it, um, and uh, and then ended up leaving. While I was at that company, um, we we raised a fairly significant portion of money, something like fifteen million bucks, and um, did did so without going to venture capital. Maybe everything just short of of venture capital, um, but um, you know, really. Uh, went about entrepreneurship the way that I had maybe read in books and, and, um, kind of was the, um, the culture at the time of, you know, you have an idea, get something behind it, pour a bunch of capital on it and get the thing growing. And, you know, the, the outcome of that has not been written. The company is still around. I no longer uh, operate on a day-to-day, but I'm still somewhat involved in, in the company from a, a, a governance standpoint. Um, but ended up leaving the company um, really due to some early... Um, some early decisions that that we made in the, in the company's history, and one of those being um, who we took money from and and control issues. And you know what ended up happening? Um, essentially, I could not control and grow the company in the manner that I that I thought I needed to be able to. Um, kind of saw the writing on the wall that um, you know the company was not going to be able to continue doing business the way it was and that it needed to change and, and really left the company um, because I didn't have the power or the control to, to take it in that direction. So, you know, what what a lot of people would, would see as a, a storied success, um, a company that's 10 years old, raised, you know, 15 million bucks, to me, it's not to say it's a failure, but it, it certainly is a, um, it's something that's hard to be prideful about. Um, you know, in some respect, I, I feel like I, I failed, um, those that, that put their trust in me. Um, albeit I'm still trying to make good on those, on those promises in, 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 uh, whatever way I can. Um, but, you know, 
definitely didn't have the the outcome that that I had wished. And and I think what it taught me, what that process taught me was that you know really um, knowing what company you want to build and building it in 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 the manner that you want to build it in the manner that you think is appropriate uh, is is very important. And I really, I didn't lose sight of that, um, but I thought the an access to capital um, would make those things easier. And it made certain things easier when we wanted to try and test and, and go big, you know, it made that super easy. But what it made harder uh, was actually making very critical decisions and, you know, kind of a... Uh, um, when you have e- when you have easy access to capital, you can kind of try everything at, at once, and it makes it difficult to discern what actually worked and what didn't. And when you have limited resources, um, it actually causes you to make more calculated decisions on how to spend um, those resources. And what I've found is that actually slows down the process of innovation for sure. Um, because you you test one thing and then if it doesn't work you test one another thing and you, then you test another versus testing them all all at the same time so it definitely takes longer but you're able to really get a better sense of what the market wants what the market needs what the market's willing to pay for rather than this this kind of shotgun approach um, so as I've subsequently started other companies uh, after that um, I've gotten better at being more um, cautious with my resources. And I think, you know, while I feel I was a good shepherd of the capital um, that we brought in at, at StackTech, um, I feel today that I am a far better shepherd of of the resources that I have at bay. And in some respect... Um, I'm weary of, of anybody that would want to give me additional resources um, to to continue to grow my company. Um, anyway, so that's uh, that's kind of the the story of Stack Tech. Since then, I've actually made a, a a right angle shift and moved have moved my career more into the software space. Obviously, uh, you may know OC Engine. And um, I also work with a company called Novum. It's a software development company. Um, prior to that, I, ha- I had started a company called Spiffy Technology, which had an app called Cheddar. That was a sales rep, sales incentive um, application. And it really moved more into, into that side of the space. Now, from a technical standpoint, I have a bit of the technicality that's needed in in this industry. Um, I'm an engineer, so I can think like that. I can build systems. I can, you know, I I know the process of building a product. But um, you know, when it gets down into like the real expertise, I I don't have that. And what's that? What that's done for me is it's really shifted um, how I think about my skills and and what what's valuable that I bring to, to the market. And that shift has really been moving from a technical founder to a role of a non-technical founder. 
and really understanding that you know a technical founder has a place and is very important but a technical founder alone does not make a company um a technical founder with resources alone you know d- does not make a company um it is very difficult to build a product and build a company at, at the same time and where i've really levy or where i've really um tried to increase my value is in the role of building a company. And whether that's my product or not, I'd rather have it be my product, but you know, if it's not my product, I can my still skill set is skill set is still valuable in trying to help companies grow into the companies they envision themselves being. Um, so that's really what I'm doing today and Part of that work is is working with Novum to help grow a great software development company and doing so from the role of, of really a, a manager. And part of that is trying to grow my own product and seeing what kind of company that can become with OC Engine. And that gives me the ability to dabble in a lot. Um, it's been fun to grow both companies because they are very different um, from how I think about them. They're very different from um, how they operate, but they have a lot of cross similarities uh, in that, you know, one helps inform me about different aspects of the other. Um, so I found it very rewarding to to really uh, operate and conduct business in both at the, at the same time. So hopefully that continues, you know, long into the future. Uh, and maybe I'll have a something I consider a success story um, or at least a, a strong success story, you know, coming out in, in the future. So I think that's it. That's kind of where I'm at today. That's what I'm doing. This podcast is obviously part of that. Um, this is, you know, shameless self-promotion, but I think the, the best form of self-promotion is, is providing educational material that others can learn about and, um, you know, really take away good advice and, and hopefully not um, fall into all the same pitfalls that I may have fallen into over the course of my career. So with that, I'd like to thank you for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode of Fresh Roast. Take care. Thanks.